I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. Yeah. Nick, at any point during this ordeal, have you ever felt like you're in an apocalyptic movie like we discussed last week uh, during this self-quarantine period? And if so, please explain. Okay, so yes, I have. And the precautions that I took was, all right, what do I – I was actually on the phone with my brother, and I was like, what do I have in my place that could you know, I use as a defense – piece some might call it a weapon mm-hmm. or whatever and we talked about it uh in our last episode too and i actually was like oh you know what i have bats in my car too i should probably get one of those out because i don't have one here right now well, I, I, at the time when you and i recorded and i do have mm-hmm. one now i'm looking right at it uh so i went and made sure aluminum that aluminum or wood bat what are we what are we talking wood. about wood i don't I, actually i do have an aluminum in my car i think i should get that out too that's a good call thank you for saying that mm-hmm. far more durable um and it's one of those exos too from back when i was in high school so like pre bb core remember those bb core bats you know, you know bats i just i just picked it up and hit it you know it was, yeah. uh, it was just like a, a piece of wood from a tree that was struck by lightning you know oh, oh. How, how i went about it well, there you go. you're you're a you're dating yourself there by saying you just used wood bats when you grew up but anyway <laughs> um so yeah i i mean i've just thought about it like you know and now i'm i've run twice since our last episode too so like mm-hmm. who knows what happens just who wants to say like an outbreak right we both we've watched that the right. disease evolves in that what's to say this disease doesn't evolve in another way and then we're dealing with walking dead 28 days later i don't know i want to make sure i can run a and have whole a world of issues exactly okay about you? Well, maybe you keep one of those mini bats on you, on you, I you know, three. one of those like souvenir ones. Yeah, just mm-hmm. keep that on you when you're running. Maybe strap it to your leg or something. Yes, definitely. Maybe sharpen that them food, up just in case. Who knows? Who knows? There. <laughs> yeah, so I, I had a couple instances. So, you know, I, I don't know about this, but on Friday there was a rumor going around. Of course, for the listeners at home, we live uh, in Massachusetts. Uh, so on Friday there was a rumor going around that uh, Governor Charlie Baker was going to act a self. Uh, stay in shelter in place, I think is the terminology, uh, self-quarantine, so. pretty much uh, lockdown, uh, everything except for non-essential businesses instead of just like strongly urging like the situation is now. But, uh, so I'd heard a text, I'd gotten a text message from uh, my sister-in-law saying that she knows someone in the National Guard that this whole place is going to be shutting down and gas stations and all this stuff and it's gonna, everything's going to get ransacked, so go while you can. So I went to go pick just some extra things, anticipating that this could be like a month of like maybe like, you know, everything was going to be chaotic. So I went to uh, the market basket place was not only ransacked like you would expect, (laughs) uh, but flooded with people and people who are wearing gloves and masks. And obviously they're doing that for, uh, you know, protection, but just like the visual optics of it, I think raises like a, a sense of uh, anxiety and stress about it Definitely. and then uh i know i should be practicing self but all weekend i went up to boss to take some photos i had some free time now uh, i just need to get out of the house so i took my camera up there uh and it was amazing how quiet the city was i took my headphones out and the whole place was like you could hear pin drops the quietest most desert desolate i am legend type 
uh, scenario that you could have there to the point where I'm standing in the middle of the roads in Boston, no less, uh, like right in the middle of the roads taking photos of my camera, not worried about any traffic coming in behind me because there's no one on the roads. And it's just very eerie when you get to such a populated place and then there's like no one out there. That is weird. Actually, you, you got to tweet those pictures out because I saw – uh, June Lee, a, a friend of mine who is in New York, and he t he went and took pictures and did the same thing you did, and it's like holy crap. And apparently, Wes, someone was able to recreate the image from well, sort of recreate the image from the like the first episode of The Walking Dead when Rick's walk riding his horse into Georgia, where it's just completely barren, except in this case there are no cars there going into Atlanta. It is so, oh, like yeah. it's same. So you got to tweet those out because that's got that's cool. I mean, but yeah, I mean, you, it's, look, you, you went there though, Wes, and you, yeah, you didn't self-quarantine, but nobody's around you. I don't think that there's anything I wrong with that. Away. I keep hand sanitizer on me, you know, like, uh, so yeah, I, I think I'm taking precautions, but I still want to live my life too, which is probably selfish uh, to some degree. But, but again, I'm not high-fiving people. I'm not shaking hands. I'm not ha carrying conversations with people. I'm staying right. away. Um, but enough about that, right? This is episode 58 of the Change My Mind podcast. And I, of course, am Wesley Sykes. And on the other side of the computer screen is Nick Fryer. And I'm not sure if you're just practicing social dis distancing or yourself from me socially, which is, uh, if you've seen that going around, that might be a new line from a Drake song that people are uh, coming up with on the internet. So I thought that was very funny. It is, is it actually a, a line from a Drake song? You're no, but it's like I can imagine Drake is like in the booth right now laying this down. It's like yeah. he's like talking to a girl. He's like, I'm not sure if you're practicing social distancing or you're just distancing from me socially. It just sounds like something Drake would say. You're yeah, a country guy. You might not get it. Oh, I like I like rap too. I don't I don't like it. Like I don't love it like you do. I'm not. A, Drake's all right. He's not. I don't know. He's not my type. I hear you. I, yeah, I think he does it all. I'm a, I'm a big fan, uh, kind of unapologetic, very fan. But another episode, and we have another week dealing with the aforementioned coronavirus outbreak. And since we're all practicing self-quarantine, despite what I just said, then I thought we'd share with everyone our favorite comfort, feel-good content we watch when we're sick or cooped up or in situations uh, like mm. we find ourselves in right now. But first, let's trend. Okay, uh, where do you want to start? I think there's one bit of news that's a little bit bigger than others. Uh, yeah, let's let's start there. I think that's like the only news that's going on in the comic book movie world right now. This is true. So Rosario Dawson has been cast as the live-action version of Ahsoka Tano for season two of The Mandalorian, which, did you finish the first season yet? <laughs> no, I have not. You'd think with this time I would. Uh, I'm an idiot. I really should. I was like thinking about that today when I was putting the, the script together. I was like, you know, like I have no excuse now. You really don't. But you, why? Why not? I mean, what, what's the, like? I should. Your issue with it was though it was slow. You want more stuff to happen, right? Yeah, but now I got you know time is on my side, so you know it can move as slow as it's want. Like yeah, you know, the wife and I just watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood last night. Oh, got you, that oh, time, you know. Oh, <laughs> you've got. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you, you have time for sure. Um, for yeah. those who don't so, know and didn't watch... I'm just a jackass. <laughs> well, I mean, you said it, not me. But for those who, who <laughs> didn't watch the Clone Wars series, Ahsoka Tano was uh, Anakin's Padawan. She helped create a network of... Um, what does it say? 
Rebel, Rebel Cells, against, Cells the Galactic. against the Galactic Empire. Is oh wait a minute, you know what? She is she in Star Wars Rebels too? I think she is. She I think she is too. I, I took okay. this from the 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 wiki or the wiki fandom uh, paid for Star Wars. That might be okay. So the version of Ahsoka that I know, she, she was Anakin's Padawan in the Clone Wars. She fought side by side with him. Total badass. But then in the course of things, she gets framed for. Um, she actually just came back for episode five of the Clone Wars, but she gets framed for, I don't believe it was killing other Jedis, but killing other individuals. It might've been Jedis. And then you find out, oh, it's not her. It's somebody else within the order and actually a friend of hers. And once she's, you know, um, not found innocent or not guilty, whatever it is, she ends up leaving the Jedi order because like, they didn't trust me. They didn't believe me. How you know I can't I can't do this anymore. So she's now out on her own. We're gonna get kind of closure for the Clone Wars with her, but mm-hmm. now we're gonna see her in the Mandalorian. Which, I mean, I, I couldn't be more excited about this. And, and Rosario Dawson, I think, wanted this for a little while, right? So from all the the reaction that I've seen on social media about this news, um, everyone says it's like green casting, like the ideal casting of someone that you they would want, fans would want for. Um, Ashoka Tano, is that how you pronounce it? That's why I wanted you to start this off, because I wasn't sure yeah, how to go Ahsoka. about pronouncing it. Ahsoka. No, Ahsoka. Sa, yeah. Oh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka Tano, yeah. You got it right there. Yeah. Okay. Jack Ahsoka like okay. Tano. I'm there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited uh, about good. it. That's good. Yeah, Rosario Dawson. She's great. You know, She, she was, uh, of course, of Net- Netflix uh, Marvel fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which you loved. You know, unbelievable. I, well, you know what I did appreciate though, she was crossed over to Luke Cage and Daredevil and the Defenders, so there was some sort of continuity, even if it wasn't in the MCU. Yes, fair point. You get points that's, there. Yeah, that one. That's that's the gripe I'll always side with with you on is that they, they didn't integrate them into the MCU. It was that was so annoying. Although there's rumors that a certain. Uh, will be reprising his role uh, in the Spider-Man 3 movie. Really? Now, whether, now, whether that's an introduction of She-Hulk or Charlie Cox as Daredevil, I think that's kind of where uh, people are kind of speculating, but mm. there's definitely uh, an opportunity, and I've seen you know some of my favorite YouTube videos, uh, you know, kind of that possibility. I guess it could happen. That'd be, I mean, I'd love to see Daredevil and Spider-Man working together side by side. That'd be awesome. And I think the rule was, that we saw was he, they couldn't use Daredevil. I think it was for two years. There was like a, there was like a, a rule for right. them either reprising the roles or using the characters again after the whole thing with Netflix ended. Yeah, so we're about that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was two years. So that may wind up, you know, wind up like working out well, especially with everything getting delayed now. That may work right. out perfectly. Yeah, that may just fall into place. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Nick, have you seen these uh, these challenges going around on social media? So the only one that I saw was C10 Do 10, because I did get challenged for that, the push-ups thing. That was it, though. Oh, okay. I didn't, you didn't nominate me for that. Are you, on, are you on Instagram? Yeah, I'm on IG, baby. Do you follow the, the, the other show that I do? Because I have an account. That's my account over there. Oh, well, no. I, you, know, you never followed me. So, mm, mm. You know, I well, I'll make sure, I'll make sure that gets fixed. 
yeah, I'll make sure I get that. Yeah, that's, that's just the point. Well, I'll, I'll have to make a change now. But yeah, you know, C10, do 10. I got nominated one from a, a school that I cover about, you know, catching your elbow sort of thing. See the change, be the change. I think it's something like that. Um, you know, you know, podcast who is a little little bit of a sneak preview will be appearing on our episode ne- next week as we do the MCU rewatch vault of Captain America. Mm. He nominated, or which I think was a uh, kind of making fun of all the challenges. It's called the Ghost Challenge, where my wife and my dog uh, also partook in. If you go to uh, on my Twitter at uh, Wesley Sykes underscore, you may be able to find that. But we just stare at a wall. It's called the Ghost Challenge. You just stand there for 10 seconds and stare at a wall. It's really? good times. Yeah, it's stimulating, you know? That's, uh... That's... You also got the things going, you know, the, your, your dream uh, baseball team, my favorite athletes. There's all these lists and everything that are kind of popping around that are they're making the rounds on social media. Um, Dude, what else is making the social media rounds? celebrities save the internet by singing imagine by the beatles okay so i like this no issue with uh, well you're a uh you're a rom-com type of or you know a romantic movie type of guy well, oh i i like this in the sense that okay it's nice whatever does it really do much for me yeah no not really um i think i found out uh who was this the second girl that sang the girl who's playing cheetah and wonder woman i cannot remember her name oh christian wick Kristen Wiig, thank you. Um, she, uh, I, I think she was actually an okay singer. I mean, it's like a one line, but yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she sounded fine. I was surprised by that. Other than that, Will Ferrell, I don't need a close up of him. Holy shit, you look terrible. Um, but outside <laughs> oh, that, like, I kind of oh. love that actually. <laughs> there you go. But I, I thought it was nice. But and I, thought, I like the effort, the gesture, whatever. But to see like other people mocking it and, and ripping it to shreds. I get it. Imagine it's not this uplifting song or whatever, but come on guys. Like we're, I've seen way too, I, I've seen a lot more negativity than I care to see um, in the course of all this, like unnecessary negativity. You know what I mean? There's plenty it's, of it already. It's uh, a little bit of navel gazing by Hollywood. I think, I think uh, it's, it's, you, you talk about cheesy and cringeworthy moments. Um, I think that is all of that. I, I had hmm. a tough time tripping that one down. Um, you know, just not for me. You know, it's like leave it to Hollywood to be like, you know what really cheers cheer the public up? Videos of us. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> I mean, technically, if you think about it, Wes, we go to watch them on the big screen to entertain us. So no, it's not that no, much no, of a reach. No no, 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 no. I go to watch the characters that they play to be entertained by. I don't I don't oh. care about what what gal? I don't even recognize who half these people are. There's some gap tooth kid with long hair in there. Like, who is? Are these like YouTubers? Like, I'm not sure. There are some people in there I definitely didn't recognize, and there's some people, or there's some people who I recognize. I didn't know their names, so I'm there with you on that. Yeah, but. not not for me, not for me. How, how about this? How about, how about Jared Leto uh, late to the COVID nineteen party? He might uh, be so the according biggest douche of all time. This is, this is such a Jared Leto story. Yeah. Uh, so according to his Instagram, Leto first learned about the virus nearly two weeks after it began uh, dominating global headlines. The reason? He was isolated in the desert for, quote, silent meditation for 12 days. That, means, that meant he was completely off the grid. Nick, does any of this surprise you? Um, Jared Leto saying that, saying all of this? No, it doesn't surprise me. The validity of the story, though, I do question. 
So if it actually happened, yeah, I might be a little bit surprised. A 12-day meditation, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people do a lot of weird shit, but he also did it in the desert. Come on, man. I don't know. That's just – even for a douche like Leto, it seems like a reach. And he's he may be the biggest douche of all time. If there was one actor, celebrity, singer, whatever you want to call him, um, that I would say that would do this, I, it's it's a hundred percent Jared Leto. I I buy the story uh, full full fold. You know, this guy is a method ask, actor who's sending used condoms to to co stars while he's doing a Suicide Squad. You know, uh, I he's a weird cat. I can definitely see him doing some weird. Uh, weird stuff like that. I guess it's not weird. I guess that's kind of cool. You know, we think, you know, being off the grid is like, how can anyone do that? I'm sure that's very freeing. Oh, the I once left the my, uh, my phone home uh, in Massachusetts while I was living in New York City or while I went to a, a little weekend trip in New York City, left my phone at home by mistake. And it was amazing. Oh, it was mm-hmm. great. I loved it. Definitely. I mean, like that, That like uh, I'm not, the off the grid part, I don't fully question it's more, I guess, uh, so I guess him finding out, but I don't know, you can be off the grid and not know and still hear about that. I feel, I, I feel like, I mean, like my, like my grandfather's off the grid. He doesn't know how to use a phone or any of that stuff, but he knows what happened because my mom told him Like you were with people who yeah, were on the grid. He's got a TV, he's got a TV, right? He reads the newspaper. This guy's out in the desert, which what I really think is a, a silent meditation uh, is means that he's like tripping balls on peyote with a couple of his buddies in the desert. Like I, that's what I really think is happening. That could be true. I mean that 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 that's yeah. There's there's a, I, that I would definitely believe. But the idea that it's a 12 day meditation that's the part that I have the hardest time buying. Like okay, you you you're so in tune with everything that you're that like that that I don't necessarily buy. That's the part I guess that bugs me the most. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. I agree on that. Let's. let's- Let's move on. What do you got for your comic book minute? Okay. So first thing, um, I want to pour one out. Metaf- like, uh, not actually, because I, I don't have a, a beer, but... Um, Metaphorically. Pour- you had it. Okay, I was right. Metaphorically, pull out a beer. Pour, pour one out. Excuse me. Christ. Anyways, um, <laughs> comic shops are starting to close up. Um, I know the place I go to, Toy Vault in Dartmouth... They closed up on Thursday. I think all the other stores closed up on Wednesday. I was talking to our guy, uh, Eddie's Toy Box. He, he runs a bunch of those places. So it's um, – I, I I was so bummed. I, I'm glad I went in there on Wednesday to get my stuff, knowing that might happen. Because I did see that Newberry Comics everywhere, they were shutting down on Wednesday too. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, ugh, dude, I mean, this is like the one thing that like new stuff was still kind of, was still coming out. And don't get me wrong, there's still stuff that's going to be reviewed next week. So, um, you know, people can get stuff, I guess, on like comicsology and shit. But, you know, being able to go to the store and whatnot, I mean, that's, you know, I, I feel for those guys. Like, I feel for everybody who, who's going through, you know, temporary sure. uh, layoff and, and things like that. So I, I, I hate this virus. I, I just freaking hate it. Like, it's, uh, I know it's giving people like time off in a way and getting you, giving people a chance to spend time with one another, like family and shit. But, putting on so much unnecessary stress too i don't know i would hear that but i i mean i hear you on that but what what do we got for uh digital comics you know if you can't get them in person you know you can't get the hard copies what are Mm. some options for you uh maybe maybe via online 
Okay, so Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I did forget to highlight the first issue a little while back, but but with digital mm-hmm. stuff, you can go back and get those at any time. So issue number two comes out this week. Giant size X-Men Nightcrawler. I plan to read that. Um, X-Men What's 9. That I've, giant, giant size. So it's more more um, more pages. It might, it might mean 100. It might mean like 50. Oh, okay. That's usually a Walmart thing. Um, they, they tend to, they have stuff with, I think DC and Marvel, they definitely have stuff with DC. Um, but then X-Men 9 comes out. That's been like – that's like an every other week thing. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, another thing I forgot to highlight. Same with Wolverine. The second issue of those as well is coming out. I fully intend to read the Bounty Hunter stuff. That's, mm-hmm. you know, Boba Fett appears in it. Bosk, some, some may remember him from um, briefly appearing in Empire, but more so from like other literature in the past from Star Wars. But I heard that that was pretty good too. DC Comics, Curse of the White Knight, final issue. That comes out this week. I like I feel for, I, I feel for everybody who orders that, like gets that weekly because like, I don't know if they're gonna be able to pick it up or how the whole thing is gonna work. Cause I mean that's this is the worst time for this for this story because it means that the tail end it's been an awesome story and everything. And yeah. then um Hellblazer five is John Constantine, that's out as well. I went and picked up Preachers two and three, just in case, Wes, we lose technology. You brought up earlier about, you know, being in a like um what is it, like an apocalypse? Shelter in place. Yes, exactly. So in case we lose power, I want to have some some extra reading material. I have a ton, but I need extra. And I picked up the boys too. Uh the first issue the first omnibus of five. Everybody knows the show. I want to read the books before I watch the show. Cause I'm like that. Oh nice. Yeah. I'm real real fart sniffing type of move on your part. Mm, definitely. Yes. That's what everybody thinks of fart sniffers, comic book readers, same thing. Um but, so can I circle back? I, I have one question. Mm. So this this Falcon and Winter Soldier number two, that caught my attention for okay. obvious reasons because there's going to be a show. So I, I would imagine number two means this is the second edition. This is the first time that we've seen Falcon and Winter Soldier in a solo comic book. Well, yes, yes. But we've, I mean, just be, they, they do rebrands like Suicide Squad right now. Suicide Squad 4 is out right now. They, right. they restart stuff all the time. But this is new. This is new. So yeah. this is my question. So I know I, I feel like M- the MCU kind of drops hints about where they're going to go and where they're going to tip their cap with movies. And then in this case, Disney Plus show uh, by releasing comic books, um, newer comic uh, animated shows, and that sort of whether it's toys or something. So I wonder if the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to tip its hand about the direction that they're going to go in with the show, almost to gear you up, maybe to reintroduce some characters that you may not be familiar with, Mm. um, to kind of like brush up your memory and stuff, that sort of thing. That's not a thought. West Asian or or whoever else could be involved uh, that could pop up in there. That's not a far-fetched thought, Wes, because they do have prologue issues, I believe they're called, or prelude issues um, uh, for pretty much – Every MCU movie, movie, if not all of them, my brother was collecting those for a while. Mm-hmm. So that that this is not a prelude issue, it's not like or a prologue. Okay. It's not like I'm sorry, it's not explicitly called that, but it might right, be. Right, right. I mean, if you look at the preview for this, Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes are on a mission to identify and stop the next leader of Hydra. To do so, they've got to make it, uh, got to make their way from one end of high of a high speed train to the other. And every carriage is filled with assassins. So that's I mean that of previews world. But yeah, so I mean, 
looking for the next leader of Hydra, that could very well happen in the show. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Or, or even if it's some, um, Agglomation, you know, the MCU really likes to, you know, not take directly from the comic books, but take ideas and then kind of morph it into where they're going with it and that sort of thing. So, okay, so if you're if you want to know, maybe a little sneak peek, uh, look for some Easter eggs or that sort of thing, possible spoilers. That could be a uh, you know good place to look for you. Definitely, yeah. And if nothing else, you get a just a, a reintroduction to how these two kind of work together, or maybe even a better feel of how they work together. Right. Hopefully nice. Sebastian Stan. Like hopefully it. Bucky's not too down doom and gloom or whatever. God, that kills me. No, no, no. I want, I want happy, uh, happy uh, uh, Bucky there. I want badass Bucky. That's what I want. Yeah, that Let's too. go. Yeah, that's true. Let's go. Anyways, um, emo Buck. Yeah, it could do without that. Anyways, Wes, <laughs> um, this was, this was your, your idea. I like it a lot. I'm trying to lift people's yes. spirits if we brought yes. it down last, last episode. Exactly. So, so, you know, we get it, you know, the, the times are tough right now, right? If we're all doing the right thing and, and uh, unlike myself and, and staying inside or, or just staying away from people, uh, there should be plenty of time to fire up the TV and escape from the stress of real life. And in these trying times, I feel like many of us turn back to the content we love most. Those feel good movies and shows that make us all warm and funny, fuzzy, fuzzy inside for whatever reason. Things that serve as, oh, I don't know, chicken soup for the soul, perhaps. Oh, get Today, out. Today, that's what we're we'll discussing, our top feel-good content. That is an electric intro that I wrote myself. Yes, I am a writer. Uh, thank you very much. Well, yeah, podcast is over, everybody. I'm taking two weeks <laughs> off for this shit. God, I cannot believe chicken soup for the soul. Anyways um sometimes you just need it you know sometimes you just need it uh, yeah yeah anyways um all right Wes (laughs) so we we went and did this and and in typical Nick and Wes fashion we uh, you know because everything we do has to be different from one another yeah we broke our we broke our um movies shows whatever what have you into different categories I think um I think one of mine can. I think we can work off of your general ones, like the one, not general ones, yours, and I can kind of explain my specificity with mine. That makes sense. Yeah. So I, I, we can talk about how we broke it up uh, in just a second before diving into it. But you know, there, when I think about movies that I love or com- pieces of content that I love that um, you know just kind of bring me back to uh, a warm, happy place. Like I said, that chicken soup for the soul. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be a lot of sitcoms on television. So I have TV shows that are all pretty much exclusively sitcoms. Um, that I also have things that are, are fall under childhood re- relevance. And this kind of has a crossover uh, in a couple of different categories there. But things that I remember from my childhood that I could still put on. And again, kind of takes me back to those good old days. Um, then a lot of com- comedies, of course, because uh, in these stressful crazy chaotic times that we're living in right now uh, a little comedy to t- kind of take your mind off some things is good and if i ever want to get my suspense up you know i love a good bank heist movie some good thrillers and kind of in that too is uh boston based movies again as we're being a massachusetts based podcast i think a little reminders of, of home or how people see our home is uh is what what i'm looking for and then, of course, we have some comic book movies. You know, I have a couple here that if I can only live with five, those are the five that I would have. 
There you go. I think I, I'm pretty much there with you. I find myself watching less and less comedies, I would say. Um, I don't know about bank heist movies, but I think I do like to dip into the thriller. But childhood relevance, um, like, you know, definitely stuff that I like a lot as a kid in mm-hmm. comic book movies. I mean, and, and like there's like the fantasy stuff that I kind of dip into, but that's – Sure. But, I mean, like there's like, you know – you'll find like some of the stuff I have that's fantasies PG 13 and things like that. But anyways, um, I, I just, I, these are movies that I have different categories with this, but they, like there are some, cause I'm you know still working and everything like that, working from home. There are things that I, I need background stuff. Normally I have yeah. basketball in the background and then I save entertainment for other points in the day. And right now there's no, you know, live sports or anything. So I got stuff, you know, I got like seven or eight movies that I kind of roll through, actually probably more than that. Um, but what are your, like, what are the shows that you would say you lean on most in all this? So, yeah, obviously, I think first and foremost, like like a lot of people, I would say it's The Office and Parks and Rec. You know, you, you can find those on Netflix. That's something I fall asleep to on a nightly basis or, or just, again, need something on in the background. Um, I've described it many times before as I feel like I'm hanging out with my friends when I watch that show. It's just kind of catching up with my old pals. Hey, you know, what's Andy Dwyer up to? I don't know. Let me see. You know, what, what, what's Dwight Schrute doing? Oh, okay. Let's go to episode six, season four, you know? And, and, and that's, and that's kind of what I love, you know, it's, it's, um, after like a stressful, you know, it's, it's something, uh, it doesn't take much thinking. It doesn't require much thinking at all. Again, I can have it on the background, just be on my phone scrolling and be able to pick it up at any point in time. Um, those are those are my first and foremost ones, but kind of going off of that, uh, Workaholics. Uh, I just finished rewatching that that series over the last couple of months. Um, really, really fun show. Again, that same type of vibe. Uh, and same can be said with It's Always Sunny. Uh, although I don't have Hulu, I wish I could. You know, going back and having to play them on demand and go back and hit new episodes and deal with commercials and that sort of thing is kind of annoying. Uh, but all those those four shows, it's like I'm hanging out with my buddies. I will and never curb your enthusiasm. Arrested Development, Family Guy. Those are the other three, just to kind of round them out. I will never forget the day that you said to me, "Oh, uh, this is like I'm hanging out with my buddies." Like that, I just <laughs> didn't get it at all at first because it's like, what are you talking about, like? Yeah, that was that was so. This is. I mean, like, I get it now. I totally get it now. These the characters in the show are your friends, but it was such a bizarre explanation for me. But um, I'm there with you with Parks and Rec. That's definitely one that I will will lean on and just randomly put on. Yeah. The, the thing that I, I run into with any show where it's like um, a comfort thing, like when I when I run, when I put on comfort stuff, it's usually more as like background noise. So I got to be careful mm-hmm. that it's not too, like, too compelling for me. And Parks and Rec can be very much so. I mean, you get the the Ron heavy episodes. Like, yeah, I, I gotta watch it. I oh, can't. sure. So like, there are there are certain movies. On, yeah. Yeah, there are certain movies and shows that like it still grips me, but there are low points, especially early on. So I can kind of mm-hmm. navigate that, um, navigate it well. But right now. When it comes to like the the comfort shows, I guess um, I would say that Parks and Rec files under there. Spawn, the animated series, which is on HBO, files under there. As much as that, I I love that show. It's freaking kick ass. Um, I can definitely <laughs> step away from it as long as I have it on mute. Um, but I like I do like having it on the background, see a bit of action once in a while. And, you know, Spawn looks badass. 
all these different things. Um, Castlevania, I finished that. That's one of the shows that you know it came out like right before or right after right. this shit started. I finished that like it was nothing. And, uh, and that's how back. how much did you watch of the first season again? The first two. I probably oh, okay. I re I had those on as background noise for a while, like actually rewatched them probably twice after I watched it originally, like from start to finish. Yeah, the first season was about like how many times you just like played through the seasons. Those two, those the the first one I've only rewatched it, and even then it was more background noise till later on. That one I've only rewatched once, but the other two I have to say seven times <laughs> yeah but keep in mind for those that, for those listening keep in mind that the first season of castlevania was six episodes 20 to 25 minutes a pop i think and then the second one was eight minute episode eight episodes same same kind of um you know minute range this one's 10 episodes and like 28 minutes a pop it is good i i enjoyed it right but Either way, I, yeah, like like Jules said, I'm, I'm the only one you guys know that watches this. You really are. And uh, I, I notice as I'm looking on your list here, and maybe you'll have some late additions, but I'm noticing one sitcom on here that, I, that I'm not seeing, that I, that I actually think you're synonymous with. Uh, and I thought this was for sure going to be on there. Seinfeld? Uh, well, yeah, now that you mentioned that, but I was thinking for your gym. I want to know. Uh, I haven't watched that since mm, maybe college. I know I watched it in high school. That's when I. That was when I watched it. Uh, is it on now, any? Now is a perfect time to break it back out. It'll bring back your glory days. You know, maybe it's not your junior year. No, I'm not going to go there. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Wait, is that was that I, on a streaming service? I don't know. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. I, I'm surprised you don't have the DVD box collection somewhere. Again, the the for those who are new to the show, the reason that Wes hey, this hasn't been brought up in a long time. The reason Wes likes to, to to shit on me about according to Jim is he asked me the question: if you were to get thrown into a sitcom, right? It was a sitcom. Yeah. Okay. If you were I think to be it was thrown, any show. It might have been okay, any show, but definitely sitcoms. Well, if it was any show, I feel like I would have said X Men because then I could have powers. But if it was either way, I think no, no, no. I think if you. I, I think the question was, if I remember this correctly, is if you could live in any TV show, what would it be? But you're mm. you're in that world. You're but you're yourself. You know, you're not. You don't have powers at this point. And you said, uh, according okay. to Jim, because if it was safe. Yeah, because it was safe. Exactly. Because I could go and still live a normal life and everything like that. You go in Seinfeld, it's a total shit show, right? You go into the, the office, any of these shows, right? It's craziness. If I go into like, if it's just your normal self and whatever, again, it's not the. This doesn't mean it's my favorite show. I, Seinfeld's my favorite sitcom of all time. Mm, Parks and What's Rec going on in Seinfeld that you wouldn't want to be a part of? Have you? Did you see what happened at the end of the end of the the show? Did you watch the the finale? Well, you don't have to be a part of the four. You could be a recurring guest. You could be Newman. You could be uh, you know one mm. of um what, what's the what's the word? What's the cop word? Uh, lawyer word? Not the defendant. The plaintiff. You'd be one of the plaintiffs. Yes, that's what I want. Yeah, uh, that, that I mean all the people in that show, like they're all like I love it. They all suck though. Let's be honest, they're all uh, awful. Um, I, Kramer, I strongly disagree. 
Well, actually, Michael Richards in real life definitely ran into his little bit of trouble. But uh, oh, yeah, so you know, everyone, everyone has their own little issue. I gotta there, watch. You know? I got. I heard that that was pretty good. Uh, the Seinfeld. Um, was it cops and uh, comedians in cars getting coffee? Is that what it is? Oh yeah, yeah. He has a bunch of those seasons. Yeah, some of them are great. I kind of, I kind of pop around in those episodes. They're I quick. heard it was good. With the one with uh, Michael Richards. Yeah, I heard. I, well, I heard the show in general was good, but I heard that episode was good too. I don't think I saw that one, but the show is good. It's interesting. I think a lot of people kind of bite that now. You know, like you know, a lot of people do uh, like the carpool karaoke thing. Like every everyone, that's like such a played out idea. It's like, oh, let's have an interview and go get some coffee and drive around in a car and then you know film mm. that and just talk. Oh, about let's like, let's we can't we can't go and make it casual because you know we are not good interviewers, but we'll make it right. look casual. So then it's casual. But once again, everyone bit Jerry Seinfeld. He was one of the first people to do that. So mm-hmm. well, Seinfeld's a, Seinfeld's a genius. There's no there's no two ways about it. Him and Larry David, for that matter. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would say those kind of, and I may go like depending. I may go and turn back to um, X Men: The Animated Series and just like flip it on, just to have it on in the background too. But again, that's a show that when it's on, it's like ha, ah, I gotta watch this. Um, but what about? Um, I mean, you got a lot of movies. I'm sure that you turn to in the course of this. What are some of your yeah? So, movies? so we'll start with you know movies that have a childhood significance to me. Uh, I think first and foremost, uh, it's the Harry Potter series. Uh, ah. Again, one of the few missing moments of my life where I read all the books before watching the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, you kind of have a, a deeper connection with all the characters and deeper interest in all you know the detail and the subplot and everything like that um so you know that that connection was very real for me as a kid uh, and i still love going back and watching them watching them now you know the, the later ones not so much but definitely the early ones when mm-hmm. i was like really uh you know balls deep into harry potter um you know any of the the pixar dreamworks movies like mm-hmm. th- those are great uh up oh, not really for me i have a tough time getting past the the first 15 minutes or so uh, I want something uplifting or feel good. You know, like I'm not up isn't really where I'm going. But you got your Wreck-It Ralphs. You got, you know, the entire Toy Story series. Uh, Zootopia is a nice one. If you're, you know, for all those pet lovers up there, you got the Secret Life of Pets. Uh, Coco, if you want a little Latin flavor. Uh, Have you your, watched Secret Life of Pets? Uh, I've seen the first one. I think I've fallen asleep through the second one. Was the first, the first not one a, good? Yeah, 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 I really enjoyed it. Again, for an animal owner, you know, it's it's really uh, inside baseball type of stuff. You know, it's kind of it hits on a lot of uh, things that you would know if you're a pet owner. Okay. So I, I would not know. recommend this moment to you, the uh, movie to you, Nick, uh, a.k.a. Michael Vick. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I grew up with a cat for actually not that long. But actually, cats, no, no. Cats are the worst. You learn nothing about pets through cats. You know what, man? They're animals too. They have feelings. You dick. No, 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 not the cats that I've been around. They have no feelings. I've no never source. met my cat. But what, what's an underrated? I don't think this is Pixar, uh, but I think this might be a Disney or DreamWorks movie. Is Big Hero Six? Uh, mm, that, I feel like that's a little underrated, but that's that's a really fun uh, superhero esque movie. Of course, you have the Incredibles and that sort of stuff. Um, other childhood movies: Home Alone one and two. Or, or really any Christmas movie for that matter, um, really reminds me of uh, you know feel good, feel good times. You know, Are you watching that now? 
no, I'm not. But I, I've seen Home Alone. Like this is, I'm just thinking of general movies that I like to watch when I'm like sick or you know things that uh, mean a lot to me as a kid. Yeah, you know, I, I don't watch uh, Three Ninjas anymore, but that movie still means something to me because. Mm-hmm. For a good portion of my life, I've rented that movie every single weekend from the local video store. VHS. Uh, another movie that means a lot to me, I owned uh, the entire trilogy on DVD, Rush Hour, but particularly Rush Hour 1 and 2. I thought those were great. Don't, don't you ever suck? touch Black Man video? Yeah, 3 was awful. Yeah, But uh, the first two I really enjoyed. Adam Sandler movies, you got your Billy Madisons, your Happy Gilmores, your Wedding Singers, your Big Daddies, your Mr. Deeds. You know, those five, I think those are like five movies there, uh, really hit a sweet spot for me. Everything after, I, I, I don't know if it's Big Daddy or Mr. Deeds, which was the last one. Everything kind of after that is okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of take it or leave it. The Water Boy's on there, but that's not the top five for me. Okay. Dumb and Dumber, Gichu, The Muddy Ducks, Heavyweights, which is on D- Disney Plus right now. The wife and I just watched that. She loved it. Oh. Uh, she, that was her first time watching it. You got a lot of great actors in there. Ben Stiller, yeah, Ben Stiller. He's all right. The original Jurassic Park movies. Mm-hmm. What beats those? I had all of those on DVD. Again, a good, good action movie. The Goonies, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you know, some of those things. That's what I got to name a few. I had a really tough time narrowing everything down here. So real quick, I just want to bring up one point. Dog owners, I swear to God, you, I, I, love, I like dogs. I do. I don't know dogs like you do. But God, the amount like dog owners love to shit on cats. It really is remarkable. Like there are some a hole cats. Don't get me wrong, but it's like you said, it's the owner. What? No, I said I said most of them are, are shithole cats. Um, but no, th- this isn't on the owner. I think that cats uh, don't take any sort of. Uh, orders or commands or any sort of obedience at all. I think the, the cats just do what they want, and you're just lucky to have them in their life. They could love you one minute, they could paw you the next. No, no thanks. Uh, well, did you ever have a cat? Yeah. You did? Yeah, my dad got one for uh, my stepmom for her birthday, and he, it was the worst decision we ever made. Well, he made that I had to live with. <laughs> well, I've, I grew up with two cats at separate times, one when I was little, and then, you know, right when I was like my senior year of high school, no, junior year, something like that, my parents got a cat. Loved them both. One of them, the one now can be a pain in the ass sometimes, sometimes, but that happens. Mm-hmm. I'm also not as, I'm not always as patient as some people when it comes to cat, animals. So, you know, it, sometimes I, I it, it, she annoys me when she meows a little bit too much. But the point is that I still love that cat. So, I don't know. I'm just, I think dog owners are just so ruthless when it comes to cats, unnecessarily. They're animals, too. Anyways. No, I, I, all I would say is, uh, just to put a bow on that conversation, is that I think much like it says a lot about a person and what type of car they choose to drive, uh, what type of clothes they like to wear, the type of animal that you, uh, you know, choose to own and to raise, whether even within certain dog, like even in the dog realm, if, if you get a little foofy dog, like, eh, you know, mm. you might as well get a cat at that point. You know, like, I think mm. that's kind of in the same realm. I, I do think that's a fair point. If you're going to, if you're going to get. I think it get, says a lot, right. lot about who you are as a person based on the animal you get. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. So, exactly. So if me getting a cat means that I had to have an animal that could be on its own, 
because I wasn't there to coddle it and hold it all the time because I was actually doing shit. I don't like that. So, so then why get an animal at all? Because my, well, the, re, the, the gods on the truth that we got the animal is because I was leaving for school. I think we, we knew it was when I was a junior and that's when my parents got the cat. So they wanted to have another animal or like another being around for my brother. Something in the house. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they could, and we could not do a dog. Like, like I would, I think my dad would rather do a dog. I think my brother would rather do a dog. We couldn't do a dog. I wouldn't trade my cat for anything in the world. She was, she's, you know, part of the family, but we would have gotten a dog if it was our choice, but we were never, we weren't around enough. It's just a fact. Yeah. That's that's what it comes yeah, I hear you. Anyways. I hear you. Um, now that we've passive aggressively dumped on each other, um, <laughs> we're, so tra- so that's a, that's a good description for our show, by the way. It is. It really is. Just passive aggressively <laughs> dumping on one another. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, um, working under under that category because I I did different subgroups. I have like when I'm working, mm-hmm. and then I have some things that I'm kind of currently working through right now that I'm trying to that I'm watching. Um. In terms of my comfort movies that fall under the childhood relevance, I would say the Star Wars movies are right there. Um, mm-hmm. All of them, all six. And look, I get it. You know, the, the two is two is bad. Like I, I, I can't. The acting in that is bad. Like Ewan McGregor is great, but Anakin is rough. Padme is really bad. I mean, that mm-hmm. is that is Natalie Portman's worst. I mean, that, like you can say people can say they don't like one and that it's not a good movie. Like that's fine. I enjoy it though. I I, I enjoy a good portion of it. Um, Natalie Portman's way better in that movie than she was in the other one. The kid's rough. Anakin, the kid is brutal, but Liam Neeson is is a is is a total badass. And I like Ewan McGregor and um. Like that final, the final fight. Other than the Gungans, is like they don't really do much. But everything else is awesome, and I, I like pod racing. But again, you know, this is a movie that hits you right at your youth, right? This is like a sweet spot movie for you. So things that kind of like mean something to you at at your childhood that kind of stay with you, and then when you see them again, it kind of brings you back to those moments. Like that, I 100% again. These aren't movies that are perfect. These aren't great films that are going to be winning Academy Awards. Nope. They're going to have their flaws. They're going to have their issues. And that's part of the reason why I think we love them in our own ways. Much Definitely. like shitty cats. <laughs> well, but th- that to me, th- going off of your point, that just says how bad 2 is. Because 2 was when I was a kid. 2 had all the Jedi fighting together. Yeah. So cool. It's like, no, you still somehow managed to screw that up in the course of things. So it's just it, – the other one, too, and this is like – again, this is under fantasy, but it's not really a kid's movie. Um, you know, I, I've rewatched Lord of the Rings. Um, I went back – and look, everybody loves number two. Um, I feel like there's mixed opinions about three, but mm-hmm. one always, always, always gets shit on it. And I understand pretty much before you get to Rivendell, it's a little slow. That's fair. But after that, man, it's as cool as any of the other movies. I'm sorry. I mean, like the, the Battle After Lothlorien, Moria, all that stuff. Badass. I forget. You haven't watched those, right? No, no, no. I've seen all the Lord of the Rings. I've just, I, I haven't seen The Hobbits uh, after the first one. Those are just movies that I think I, they're, they're just so dense and there's so much to them. 
it feels daunting to go back and try to watch them. It feels like a task for me. For Lord of the Rings in general, or you yeah, about, okay. yeah. The Hobbit, I understand. Like I, I felt, I mean, they, the Hobbit should have been so much better than it was. I think the Battle of the Five Armies is cool if you get to go back and watch the actual battle. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't sure. say the yeah. guy's great, but the thing too about um, Lord of the Rings is like, for when it all came out because it's in the aughts. Like, start, I think the first one was two thousand. I, I could be wrong, but oh yeah, way ahead of its time. Yeah. Oh my God, those were those were. I love those movies. They better. I mean, they they got. I don't know what they're doing with the shows. I haven't been uh, on the up and up with that, but they they got a right, lot to live right. up to for sure. Though the Hobbit helps them. But anyways, what's next, Wes? So uh, comedies, that's another big one for me now. Uh, and, and just to kind of put, like, wrap this up, because this is a pretty dense uh, category for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Judd Apatow, Seth Rogen movies, like any of those, just to, like, name a few, 40-Year-Old Virgin, Knocked Up. Uh, this is The End, which was a great apocalyptic movie that we uh, didn't discuss. Yeah, uh, good point. Perfect. Oh, my God, that's right. It is an apocalyptic movie. Holy shit. Yeah, you know. I was, I think, uh, the Dork podcast. You know, Keith and Davey uh, did something similar, apocalyptic movies, and we're talking all about them. You know, last week, right around the same mm. time that ours did. So I was they listening to us. it after. I'm like, that was exactly what I wanted to do. You know, this is the end. We, we should have had that on there. Oh well, I mean, hey, you can't get them all, right? Isn't I it, know. I was, I, was, I was disappointed. You can't watch everything, right? You miss some stuff once in a while. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but that, that is, that is a good one. That is a funny one. You got your super beds, your wedding crashers, your old schools, your pineapple expresses, your I love you, man. Like any like, those are just like fun again. Like I hate to keep reusing this, uh, this phrase, but it's like, I'm hanging out with my friends again. You know, like we're all mm-hmm. just ha- having a good time. I can insert myself in there and kind of get lost in that world for 90 minutes. Um, love bridesmaids. Pitch Perfect 1 and 2, like, I, I think I like the second one better, but there was a stretch where that was on HBO or something, like really making the rounds on HBO. Oh, really? I could pick that up at any – this was like a while back, you know, where, mm-hmm. right after it first came out, um, that I could watch it at any point in time and just pick it up and be like, yeah, I got 15 minutes. I can watch this movie. Like, this is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Step Brothers on Netflix right now. You, know, you have your anger, uh, Anchorman's. Um, not Anchorman. No, 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 no. Just Anchorman, because Anchorman Two is shit. Well, no, you know, Anchorman's like, you know, who's your man's? You know, some people put like the S on there. You know, that, you, yeah. But this, the, I had to draw. I had to draw the line somewhere, and it's it's at Anchorman. It's a it's okay. line. Drawn. All right, that's, that's fair enough. Uh, how about how about these late '90s, early 2000s, like high school movies? Mm, uh, I'm a big sucker for those. She's All That's, 10 Things I Hate About You, American Pies, Can't Hardly Wait, Mean Girls, Days and Confused, like all these movies. Again, give me a good like high school melodrama comedy. Like I, I'm all in for that. That's, that's an instant good, move, good mood movie. Mean Girls is a masterpiece. In, is that a Disney movie? I can't remember for the life of me. It is. Yeah, that's on Disney+. Plus. I was yeah. going to ask, is that okay? Awesome. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll go watch that, though, because uh, I, that might be a background thing for me. I can def- as, as awesome as it is, I can kind of tune that one out. The one I won't be able to tune out, but I do want to go back and watch, is 10 Things I Hate About You. Fun fact for everybody. Yeah. Um, t- I had never seen 10 Things I Hate About You till I moved into my condo. And that was the first movie that I watched in my condo. Really? Yes, it Did was. Did you like it? I fucking loved it. It was awesome. It was great. I can't wait to watch it's it again. Better. I'm so, so excited. Charming. 
Yes, it's all oh, such, such a good movie. Um, but yeah, American Pie. Alex also. Mack. What? Yeah, Alex Mack was it? Was she was the younger sister in that? Yeah. But uh, but American Pie too. I mean, that's an absolute freaking classic too. So I mean, you, I mean, all all these are the one that I would say too is a feel good one for me, and I can go. I Step Brothers is in there too. But the one that my, my favorite Will Ferrell movie, and maybe this, I don't know, says something about me, but I love Talladega Nights. That oh, was, yeah. yeah that, I watched that movie so much. And as a kid, a movie that as a family we watched as a kid was uh, Daddy Daycare. <laughs> that was such a stupid movie. But we watched that, the shit out of that one. Is that, is that Eddie Murphy in that? Eddie Murphy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was so like I gotta watch that again. I haven't seen that in years. But Talladega Nights, like that is definitely like I, I mean I love that. We used to quote that all the time too. So uh, what are some things that um are on your to do list? Things that you, you wanna watch. Okay. So right now Clone Wars is ongoing, so I'm in the process of watching that. I've already finished up the anime X Men the animated series as I told you guys a little while back. So I'm watching X Men Evolution which I do want to touch on a little bit more later on. Um, but I'm, I'm currently in the middle of that. But, but I want to watch Toy Story 4. Haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Have you, seen, you haven't seen it, right? I have. You did? Very, okay. Very yeah. What would you give it for a grade? Do you remember? Uh, I would say uh, you know, low, uh, low 90s, high 80s, if I had to guess. You know, oh. mid-80s. Yeah. So – as good as three or in the relative area yeah that's a good question i don't think i've seen three i think that's the only one i haven't seen (laughs) you saw four you didn't see three what's the difference yeah it's all yeah i get the idea i got the basic idea of it i uh i i got emotional in three because three came out my freshman year of college right when i was going in so it's just like it was thought to be closure you know, and mm-hmm. it was, you know, changing, a big change in life and everything. Anyways, um, The <laughs> Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I do want to watch that. That's on Netflix. I haven't watched a second of that yet. Is this Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Is that supposed to be like the spinoff? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's a spinoff. I think it's it's the character, but it's a totally different spin oh, okay. on it, I guess. Um, oh. But I actually heard on Dork. That I think it was Dork or it might have been Mac and Goo. I don't know. But they said it was um, – I believe they said that it was um, kind of thriller-y, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. Definitely so like maybe teens. maybe some like Riverdale-esque type of stuff? Yeah, might be. I don't think that's a show I'm necessarily going to go pick up on. But um, yeah, well, Me neither. But I hear that's – you know, it's like a 90210 for kids. Riverdale is. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah, it's like yeah, Euphoria, but but you know, not as X-rated. <laughs> yeah, based on what you what you talk about Euphoria, there's no way kids touch yeah. that shit. Um, but no, um, no. I do want to watch Happy, which is based off of a graphic novel. I know almost nothing about it. It's the guy from. Um, is that Chris Merloni from Law and Order? Merloni. Yes, yeah. that's exactly who it is. He's in it, and he's got that like. That, that I've seen that 
Yeah, he's got like um like a Roger Rabbit type uh, animated character, right? Exactly. And I, I yeah, now yeah, yeah. I know I, I'm with Preacher and with the boys. I'm going back and reading those before I watch the shows. I don't know based on what I'm seeing out of Happy that I necessarily would want to read that stuff. So I think I'm just gonna go watch it. I think it'll be good, but I don't know that maybe I'll read it. I don't know, but I want to go watch that. Two seasons on Netflix, oh. I believe. Yeah, I, I've seen it featured on there, but I haven't clicked over yet. You know, it's really tough to get me to commit to something on Netflix. You know how it goes. You just end up scrolling, and you're like, I'll, I'll, I'll might go back to that later, and then you're just like, all right, I'm just gonna watch The Office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's that's the thing that's tough too. It's like you know what is something pops up. I don't want to. Like it's all right if I step like for the office, right? It's it's okay if you step away from it at any given moment. With the other stuff, right? It's a commitment. Yeah, it's a little different. You know, for a married man, I'm terrified of commitment. Of course, <laughs> um, yeah. there are a couple things I'm considering rewatching, but I don't know. I I I like so The Witcher, but I don't want to put that ahead of some of these shows because I like that show, but it's it's you know there's a lot in in The Witcher. I might. Cause I gotta, I gotta kind of see how bad this was. I gotta go back and watch Ghost Rider. I think I gotta do it, Wes. It's on Netflix. It was now is the one that's on Netflix. Is that the Spirit of Vengeance? Is that the sequel or is that the uh, the nope. original? It's just Ghost okay. Rider. So I, it's yes, yeah, the original, which I believe that came out in two thousand eight, which is the same time as Iron Man and The Dark Knight Rises. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two amazing comic book movies that are like genre defining, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the one one's coming off the heels of one of the greatest ones ever, and, and and I know some people don't like that that movie, but I love Dark Knight Rises. And then you freaking get, I mean, obviously the one that started the MCU, and then there's Ghost Rider. So, um, but I also might go back and watch Batman the animated series and uh, Spider Man the '94 oh, yeah. series too. So. We'll see. But and those, those are both on right. Netflix or are those? No, no, no. So Batman. Okay. So Batman, the animated. Oh, I'm a dumbass. Um, Spider-Man is on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus, right? And Batman, yeah, yeah, the yeah. animated series is on the DC Universe app. Oh, okay. So, okay. I got yeah. you there. Yes. Caught so, you copy and pasting. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it was, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, those are the ones that, I, and, and one of the things I did want to watch going into this was Frozen 2. I did that the other day. Did you enjoy that? I did. I, I thought it was lovely. I, I don't know if it was as good as the first one. It had a lot to live up to, though, in fairness. Sure, yeah, I got to, uh, that, that's on my to-do list, actually, so that might be uh, next week. Check What's on your, what else is on your to-do list? Well, so these are some of my uh, thriller bank heist movies, another personal favorite genre of mine. And again, this kind of uh, molds into, um, you know, Boston-based movies. So you have The Town, which uh, for my money is probably like my, my favorite Boston movie. Uh, mm -hmm. The Departed, which is up there, Mystic River, Gone Baby Gone, Baby Driver, Den of Thieves, which is a fantastically awful cliche uh, bank heist movie that's just so good. I just love it. It's so bad, but it's so good. Uh, Ocean's 11 and 12, specifically Ocean's 12. I really enjoy yeah, that one. Uh, but again, good. hanging out with my friends, just guys kind of mucking, you know, guys being guys, yucking it up. Like, I'm all here for that. Some did awesome, you see eight? uh, yeah, I did. And I, I enjoyed that actually. I thought that was fun because it's, I did it's too. the same deal. And Sandra Bullock's in there, who I'm not a big fan of, but she works well in this, uh, this type of deal. 
Uh, you know, you got Rihanna in there. I'm, I'm a big fan. Rihanna looks great in that movie. What's wrong with Sandra Bullock? I love Sandra. Uh, I don't know. She seems too icy for me. She's like an ice queen. Uh, that's and that's that's why I like her so much. Anyways, yeah. uh, some awesomely bad like action movies that I love. Uh, Face Off. Face Off's great. So this is kind of like my Nick Cage run. Uh, Face Off, National Treasure, and Gone in sixty seconds. All fantastic movies that, if they're ever on, like I can just definitely get sucked in. And I'm like, this is this is great. Mm-hmm. Gone in sixty seconds. One great TV movies uh, out there. Um, Indiana Jones, a good adventure movie. I even like Crystal Skull. I think that was, uh, you know, not as great as the first three ones, but definitely, you know, palatable. And a new one that I just put on there. I've been re- I've rewatched this twice since I've seen it, like a month ago. Knives Out. What is that on? Fantastic. So I, I use uh, uh, yeah, my, my yeah, fire stick. Yeah. Um, so I, I have ways, but I think this is on demand right now. If you want to like rent or buy it, so it might be five ninety nine on your Comcast or FiOS or whatever. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so those are some some good you know bank heist thriller movies that uh that I love watching. So Logan the, Lucky is another good bank heist movie. Didn't make the list. The Indiana Jones movies I haven't seen in so long, and I saw the other day that Crystal Skull was trending on Netflix. Come on, America. What are we doing? It's not that bad. No, not it's that not bad. that good, though, either, to be trending right now. Why is that trending? Well, everyone's running through everything else. They're like, we might as well watch The Crystal Skull. No, that's no. I, I'd watch Ghost Rider before Crystal Skull again. I'll tell you that. Well, okay. We well, haven't um, seen Ghost Rider, so. What? We haven't seen Ghost Rider, right? I saw Ghost Rider. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, everything. I think the only movies that came out, like I haven't seen. Actually, uh, here's here's one that I should probably look for. I haven't seen Kick Ass, which I've heard is awesome. Oh, I should see that too. Yeah. Yeah, I never saw Kick Ass, but pretty much outside of that, I've seen like every comic book movie that's come out since the turn of the century. Like Blades were the only ones I had to catch up on, um, and I and I did that. I own those now. Um, but anyways, um, of so your no, list, I got, I got a question for you. Actually, spinning off of that that idea, so you've seen uh, many comic book movies here. You have some comic book movies on your uh, on your categories here, but if you could only pick, let's say three to five Ooh. to only watch, what are your your top comic book movies? Doesn't have to be MCU. Doesn't have to be DC. Right. right. Since okay. That sort of thing. So right now. Um, Guardians is definitely one that I, I, you have to keep on there for sure. It's, that's on it's, my list. Yeah, absolutely, and, that, and that's one that I can put on in the background and kind of tune out. But I, I got to be careful because Rocket will reel me right in. Um, yeah. But there's that Deadpool, the first one. Okay. Uh, and it, now we're jumping out of the comfort, and it's just like these are the ones I want to have um, in like an apocalyptic what? sense. I still think that's comfort. You know, what are the five uh, yeah. uh, MCU movies that you, you're, or, you know, superhero movies that you're going to turn to? Uh, that True. I, I meant, I sorry, I meant not in the background noise sense. I, I misspoke there. Right. I My bad. Um, so, so Deadpool, Guardians, Winter Soldier, um, Logan, and then I would probably say, I'd probably go with Dark Knight. Yeah, I pro- I probably go with Dark Knight, or I might go with Under the Red Hood. I might go with Under the Red Hood. That's oh, the animated wow. one, but I love that movie. It's Red Hood. Okay, you? so I think I, I have my five on there. I have uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, 
I have Avengers Endgame in there because that, that's uh, going to last three hours and that can span, uh, you know, sure. it kind of runs the gamut of the motions there. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier is probably my favorite standalone MCU movie, if that makes sense. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. That's, that's great. Like, not a team. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, I guess, is like, might be, but that's not really. It's a team movie, right? Um, yeah. The Dark Knight, of course. And this one is very surprising. Again, bad but good like i just really enjoy like when when this was making the run on on demand on hbo and all the movie channels and everything i always turned this was like an old reliable to me if i couldn't find anything might shock you batman versus superman dawn of justice really that's on your top five if the world ends you want to have that with you oh wow it's just comfort movies like i i I don't hate jesse uh jesse eisenberg as as lex luther lex luther um i really like ben affleck as batman you get a nice gal gadoa little little leak in there i'm all for it i'm a a henry cavill fan uh you know this is pre-mustache henry cavill so he's even he is superman when you look at him a thousand percent well you know obviously some of the stuff is bad um, obviously Jesse Eisenberg's over the topness is, uh, you know, out there, but I, I, I enjoy that. I love that. And, and the Martha stuff and all that stuff, but there's, there's a lot of good moments in that, in that movie. Martha, It's just not a good movie. No, no, it's, I mean, I, I don't, I don't dislike it as much as most people either. So I'm there with you. I just wouldn't put it. I, I wouldn't, I would say of the DC EU movies, and I don't think we count. I think uh, we don't count, um, what is it, Harley Quinn, Emancipation, blah, 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 Birds of Prey. Um, I, I would probably say Wonder Woman's my top one for that, but I, I don't – I have other movies that I'd probably go ahead of her besides yeah. the ones that are listed. But anyways, yeah. no, it's not, it's, I mean, it's a solid – most of those picks don't make sense. I think Winter Soldier is a movie that has been so underrated that now it's, people are starting to realize, like, oh, no, you know what? This is actually one of the best ones we got. Yeah, and you think it falls right into what I love. You know, it's it's a good thriller, spy, espionage type movie. Uh, and the same thing with The Dark Knight. Dark Knight opens up with a bank heist. This is true. This is I'm very right true. Yeah, it's that's a good one. I, I, I think that would, would – I mean, the, Under the Red Hood just throws a wrench into everything. It's it's a good one. Um, but, yeah, th- those are my six. Well, I'm just going to bend the rules a little bit for right okay, now. Okay, well, yeah, you can add one more, you know. Yeah, what's what's going to hurt, right? Did um, I uh, did I not mention anything uh, that you would like to mention at this time? Well, you did mention a couple of the things that I did want to touch on. The Town is a kick-ass movie. I've t- we've talked about this one before. That one came out mm-hmm. my freshman year of college. Couldn't have been a better time for it to come out. I was out in the middle of Chicago. It's a Boston movie. You know, I'm from Westport, Massachusetts, which is an, a good hour and 15 minutes south of Boston. Everybody's like, oh, Friars from Boston. Is, is this what it's like? It's like uh, yeah, sure. I don't know, but they all just like it was a great time. So I, like, I had an idea, obviously, but it wasn't from Boston. So, anyways, that was great timing. Um, I love that movie. And then The Departed. I have mixed feelings about The Departed. I really do. I loved that movie too. But um, and then I, th- I think we've talked about this before. At least I've told you the guy who plays young Matt Damon in that movie, who was also in Ocean's Eight as a waiter who got high. He went to my college and like live. Oh yeah. 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 So he's a good dude. So I, I pre and I always liked that movie, but then I saw black mass and it's like, Oh yeah. 
and then I've met people that knew Whitey, and then I hear other stories about what Whitey used to do, and it's like all these just different. It's it, I don't know how I don't know how I feel about the Departed anymore. I really don't. Well, again, this is a reminder that this was a shot-for-shot remake of a Asian movie called Internal Affairs. Uh, mm. So, and they just happened to place it in Boston, and then used the general uh, outline of who Whitey Bulger was and his crime syndicate. Um, to to kind of you to place that in an American story, American it's, setting. It's a good point. That's yeah. why you probably have your problems with it, where the Black Mass is really like based off the book, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. That's a good point. I, I knowing that, I forgot about that. Knowing that, it makes it a little bit okay, but it, so it's not really totally based off white. You just you happen to have that character there. But I yeah, always yeah, the only exactly. issue I had too was I actually hated Leonardo DiCaprio's character in that movie. Oh uh, yeah, there's again like being like, bo- like being from Massachusetts. I think I have an issue with a lot of the um, accent choices that people made, even some yeah, of the local that's guys. That's that's true too. I I didn't um I, I I more so mean like he was he was a good character, but I excited with Matt Damon's character in the movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, get out of here! Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, we're ending this right now. What <laughs> is on your mind? What do you what, what have you been watching lately? What do you, what are you thinking? Tell me. So, open up. I so like I said earlier in the show, I'm working through X Men um, Evolution that came out in 2000. I'm on the second season, and it went all the way to 2003. X Men: The Animated Series started in '92 and went to '97, right? But and, and what, what, there's a lot of things that the animated, the original one, did very well. The last season was absolute trash. I I totally forgot about it, and I, when I went back and watched the fifth season, I was like, oh my god, the animation went to shit. There were just a lot of other issues, um, but the animation was terrible. First four seasons, absolute friggin' fire. But I'm watching Evolution, and it's like this feels so much more generic, and there are things that are forced. I don't – like, I, I get it. It's for kids, and I don't hate it. I still fully intend to watch the entire thing. But when I compare it to the original, it's like how – a, this shows like how great those writers were, and B, it's just like the times, man. Like, what what happened? I mean, you had this start in '92; it came out and it was fire, and now you have it in 2000 at the start. And it's like, eh, it's you know, it's. Well, you know, I, I wonder if it's uh, the animated series did everything. The evolution was like, well, what what do we do? Or do we even try to like repeat things? Uh, or if they've already done a good job of it, or do we, you know? What's what's left to tell? I, I don't know anything about X Men Evolution, but I know that's how fair. good of a job the animated series did. You know, that's a fair point, and they did try different things, and I don't hate it. I guess my issue more so is there are th- there's like uh, the it lacks fluidity, and the writing isn't as good. That that's oh. my problem. You know, like they have like Jean Grey and Scott Summers are the all these they're all of them are high school kids except for Wolverine and, and Storm. I don't hate that. That Wolverine was an adult when they were kids. Storm, fine, whatever. She wasn't part of the original class. Cool. And you have Nightcrawler as a main character in there, so I love that. But there's just certain parts of it are clunky, disjointed, and it just in areas where it seems like it shouldn't be. That's all. I feel like there's just some lazy stuff. That That's my problem. Okay. So, well, I heard. I heard but what, what, what else you got? What else been your, on your mind? Season six of Silicon Valley, the final season, uh, the series finale, if you will, 
Finally got around to watching that, but not the Mandalorian. Um, oh, but still, right? Yeah, that that it was it was okay. I needed to finish it. I had watched all five seasons. I loved the first two or three, um, and then four and five were like, eh, I'm just kind of going through the motions now. Season oh, six was hundred percent. Um, not anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what season he left in, but he's right. not in this. In fact. The season in the series finale, the final episode, the last 15 or 20 minutes, they make so many references to Ehrlich Bachman, you know, his character, and then they never show him, which just proves to me how much of a shithead he has to, he has to be, where like, they didn't even want to bring him back for the series finale. And off, like, not even with people, do something on his own, just film it just to kind of do some fan service. Um, but that, that, that's kind of where the show was going. I liked it. I thought it was kind of interesting, uh, even if it wasn't all that funny anymore. I still love Gilfoyle and Dinesh. Uh, those were the two best characters, uh, you know, probably throughout. And um, the guy who plays Gabe in The Office is also in that. I think his name is Jared in, in the show. Those are probably the three funniest characters in that. So, you know, it, it was nice to kind of put a bow on it, close that circle, and be able to move on with my life now. I feel, feel good. So you accomplished something? Yeah. Good. I'm, I'm yeah, glad I feel like I can that. move on now, you know? Dude, that's such a dick move by T.J. Miller, though. Didn't he? I think he had issues with Reynolds, too, at the end of, like, like he's not doing another Deadpool. He's right. He's out if there's a third oh, Deadpool. Oh, see, that, that wouldn't surprise me. I hear he's very difficult to work with. So, I, I, you know, I think the show didn't want him back. And he was gone for, like you said, like a season or two. And then, but, like, to, like, name drop him throughout the final episode and then just not have him in, like, why even name drop him at all? Maybe that, that was a fuck you to him. I guess. I don't know. I was like, what? Just move on, man. I don't know. I guess. That's, that's why the show's no longer aired. You know, it's got its faults. Good mm-hmm. show overall, though. Decent show. Yep. Decent show. Uh, I have a show worth my time or no? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Okay. All right. Well, maybe I'll put that on the list then. Got a long list, but we're also going to have a long-ass time. Good thing we have these rewatches set up, right, Wes? Yes, exactly. So as we mentioned uh, earlier in the episode, we will be having Goo, uh, one of the titular characters from the Mac and Goo podcast, on to break down the MCU rewatch vault. Yes, we will be diving back in there to discuss 2011's Captain America. The first Avenger. That came out in 2011? Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that. It's amazing how some of these, it feels so far away, but at the same time, it's like, it, it it wasn't that far away either. I, I don't know. It's that's some crazy stuff, man. With, with with comments like that, it sounds like you're smoking pot. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, this is this <laughs> is why time. I don't do it's, it. It's really time, you yeah. know. That that's all it is. Yeah, this is this is why I don't smoke pot because otherwise I would be a total friggin' mess. Who knows what would come up? You know, would come out of your mouth at that point. I, I would actually pay to see that. I think we should do a live stream, go to Instagram Live or something like that, and just watch you uh, take a huge bong rip and then just record you while you just ramble on in, in different tongues. We can go back to the, the, the 1420 uh, WBSM uh, YouTube t- stream and the station and do that there. There we go. I'm sure they would love that. Yeah, why not, right? There's <laughs> no one there anyways, right? Probably. Social, maybe. I don't, actually, I don't know. Anyways, um, I would say that wraps things up. Well, until next week, Wes. Yeah, let's do it. Same bad time, same bad place. 